welcome back to Story Magic, the podcast that will help you write a book you're damn proud of. I'm Rachel. And I'm Emily. And today we have a little fun episode. We're doing some updates about us and our lives. Emily and Rachel because updates. <laughs> we haven't seen each other that much for the last few months and we haven't, I haven't been here to talk to all of you. So we figured we'd do a little update and it's Love the beginning that. of the year. So like it's the, you know, the classic time for reflection and looking forward. Yeah. Like what did we do last year? What are we looking at for this year? Where are our lives headed? That kind of stuff. I think the biggest elephant in the room was you had a baby. I so that's a pretty baby. big, pretty big life change. I had a baby and she's adorable. Her name is Bailey and she was born in September and so I had four months or 16 weeks off, which was awesome. And I just got to hang out with, well, I say I just got to hang out with her. I also <laughs> ended up revising a book twice. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, but mostly I hung out with her and my husband also had some time off. And so it was really nice. She's, um, I can't believe she's going to be four months this week. Yeah. I know. In like four days. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's crazy. Yeah. I feel like like visually they start to look she's like gone through a, a little metamorphosis because when they, for, you know, when newborns are, most newborns are small and tiny. And like, I know Bailey was really skinny and so was Rose at the same, like just tiny. Yeah. And then they put on some weight. And then by the time they're four months, you're like, you look like a baby. I know. <laughs> and she's starting to act like a baby. Like now she's grabbing things and pulling my hair and like yeah, <laughs> smiling and doing all the, you know, all the baby fun things. So yeah, it's been really, really fun. Yeah. Um, so cute. I mean, so what's been like the the change like? Like what's different between pre-baby Emily and post-baby Emily? You know, it's funny. It's like everything and nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to describe. Like I um I feel like before, you know, she was born, the months leading up to to her birth. I was like, I can't think past like I can't see past September. I was like, I don't <laughs> Yeah. Like it's just a black hole. Right. And um, and then she was born in those first like two weeks. I was like, nothing, like that life is gone. Nothing's mm-hmm. ever gonna be the same. Like it was just so like shocking and just all consuming. And you know, you're up all night long. And yeah, like who even remembers who you were two weeks ago? Right. <laughs> like yeah. it's just like this crazy thing. But then you just kind of ease into it. And I feel like in the last month or so we've been we had like a lot of visitors which makes life look different and makes mm-hmm. you feel different yeah <laughs> um but once all of that kind of settled down and we didn't do anything for the holidays it was just us we got into a rhythm and we you know started to do the things that we used to do yeah <laughs> like, like what um i don't know just like cooking the same things and mm-hmm. like watching shows and working on my book and talking about things that aren't baby related. Like we're kind of coming out into this place where it's like, it's, it's still our lives and it's us. Um, and she's just in it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I might have said this to you before, but did you have a moment? I, I remember for us, um, I think it was about week five where like I woke up on a Saturday and it just felt like it hit me like a truck of like weekends don't exist anymore. You know, like there's, it's not the same. There's always like a life to take care of. Like there's not, not in a criticism way or in a bad way, but I remember waking up that specific weekend being like, (laughs) there's not a break. It is a, it is parenthood is all the time. 
Yeah. Did you have that yeah. moment? You know, I didn't have that moment. And I think it's because you had that moment and you told, and I told me you about, about it. it. And so I was like constantly <laughs> in my head. So it was like, I had it like so contributed times. to all of your anxiety. <laughs> no, no, but it, um, I mean, it's true. Like she's always there and you're always in a rhythm. And I think it's, you know, with my husband and I have had a lot of communication about, you know, trying to give each other, you know, the time that we need to do the things that we need to do to fill ourselves up. Um, and so that's been really, really great, but, but yeah, I mean, she's adorable and she, I mean, the other thing that I will say is she's a really good sleeper and I know every parent out there is like flaring at me right now. Yeah. Me, Um, me in particular, (laughs) I'll fight you for that. You 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 had it rough. She's, she's still not. (laughs) She's gotten better in, she had a, now she does just doesn't go to bed. (laughs) Now she doesn't go to bed and she's also hit the, um, like bad dreams phase. So mm. that's been tough. And it's all developmentally normal. I know that. But like yeah. now she has a, a fear of the dark. So that's like our newest. Here's why Rose isn't sleeping is because there's monsters everywhere. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> we just we just got all night. It's something, now it's always something else. Dreams. Cool. It's, it, yeah, that's like the biggest thing is it's always like you just never know. You never know. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, So it's like it's fun in a way. Cause like both life before was like somewhat more like predictable. Like, yeah. I could plan what next weekend might look like. And you did all, that. You did all the time. <laughs> that was going to be my next question is like, how does it feel now that you, that I can't plan, you anything? Can't plan anything? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's been good. I think for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. And, um, I'm just learning how to live in a different way. And it's I good. I don't know how else to explain it. Like it's good for me. It's good for how I move through the world. Like I I wrote on a I started a Substack. Yeah. As an author. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I wrote something about this um a couple weeks ago, just like how having a kid has made me live way more in the present than I ever have before. Um, and just to appreciate the present more because you just don't know what's gonna happen in 15 yeah. minutes, let alone tomorrow or next right. week. Um, and I just really like it. It's really, it's really been nice um, to be just rooted in that way. That's good. Yeah. But what about you? How have you been for the last four months? Oh That's man. Rachel. Fine. <laughs> That's it. Fine. Period. No, it's been good. It's been good. You know, because you were out, which was very friends of the podcast. It's very important to us as a golden May company to, take care of employees, which include us. So like it was mm-hmm. important to have that time off. And it was also important to me to keep the business afloat while you were gone. You so kicked butt. A lot, I thank you. Um, but a lot of like that, that was what it was. That was the last four yeah. months of like, okay, there's two main there. I guess there's like three main prongs in my life. There is the business, there is the book and there is the family. Mm-hmm. And most of the time that's that's Rose. And I think Will and I are, my husband and I are trying to get better of like us too, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I can't Let's remember if I told you this, but we, we drove to Phoenix, which you knew. Um, mm-hmm. We did a road trip from Colorado where we lived to Phoenix to see my parents for Christmas. And um, people were like, that's crazy. 12 hours in a car. Like, why wouldn't you just fly? It's like a two hour flight. But it was, honestly the best thing ever to have like six hours 
over two days. So it was 12 total hours mm-hmm. in a car where it was just like me and Will talking because it's so hard when life yeah. is busy and you both have projects and you're both creative people and you have a child and you have all these big mm-hmm. dreams. And like, it's easy to let, to like put that on the back burner because you're so worried yeah. about, you know, as a kid, you're so worried about book, you're so worried about business. Um, so it was really, really nice. I felt like we reconnected, not in a, you know, not that we hadn't been connected, but it was yeah. like, no, totally. We were in forced to be together for 12 hours, two times to just hang out because Rose mm-hmm. did so good in the car. She's fantastic. Yeah, in her car seat. So she's just hanging out in the back seat and we're just chatting. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, it was yeah. like <clears throat> my fall was book and business. Um, meanwhile, parenthood, but like those are kind of, yeah, yeah that doesn't end. <laughs> that doesn't end as <laughs> we said. Just there. It's always there, always present. Um, yeah. 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 I so I know it's been, we both had, we both had book stuff. Tell me about we your, book, your book stuff. We did. So I sold my book. Yeah. Four That's days so after Bailey was born. Yay. It's so exciting. It is really exciting. Yeah, I sold um, Behind the Crimson Curtain, to, which is a fantasy. Uh, it's like an epic fantasy romance um, to 47 North, which is an imprint of Amazon Publishing. Amazon has its own publishing arm. Um, and it's been awesome. Yay. Uh, it's been really awesome. It was chaos at first. I won't yeah. lie. Um, because I got the email from my agent that uh, 47 North wanted to buy it while I was in the pediatrician's office for Bailey's yeah. like two day. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Right. Like fresh her checkup. first, her first uh-huh. checkup. And we left that visit with the jaundice. Yeah. She like, she had really, really bad jaundice. So we had to like basically go straight to the, um, to the NICU and she's totally fine. She was fine. Everyone knew she would be fine, but it was like really bad. So we had to act on it and we were there for like 48 hours and it was like, you know, like chaos, NICU stuff. And yeah. I'm in, meanwhile, in my phone is like these emails, like, are you gonna, can I'm we gonna meet with this it? editor? Yeah. Like, can we, <laughs> like, they want to talk to you. And I'm like, this is so not priority right now, which yeah. is just such a weird feeling because like, that's one of the only things that could like eclipse, you know, something that big happening in my life. Um, and it just put into perspective, like books are books. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, who is it that says, uh, Tiffany Grimes. So Tiffany Grimes, (laughs) Tiffany Grimes from Virgin design and editorial is such a great friend of ours. And I love, um, her to death. And she tells me this a lot of like, there are no emergencies in publishing. Yeah. (laughs) Like there are emergencies in life publishing there. There are rarely, if ever, emergencies so it's okay to like take a step back and be like you know what this email can wait (laughs) like this book can just it can wait a couple days it's fine it is not an emergency (laughs) yeah yeah and it yeah it felt so it put it was nice because it put everything in perspective like right away right like this is this is the balance right moving forward in life like from from here on out and um and that helped me I think get on the right foot like I was really determined I pushed really hard before I went on submission because I went on submission, obviously, right when Bailey was born. Yeah. Yeah. And so I pushed really hard to get my book done for submission and ready for submission before she was born. And I pushed too hard, I think. Um, And just sort of like last summer when I was pregnant and like working on the book and everything, it's just like such a blur. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, because I pushed so hard and I don't think I needed to push that hard. And so when I was going into, you know, this new phase of like, okay, now we're on a publishing schedule, right? Like someone else is telling you when things are due. Right. Uh, which is a whole different way to be in the publishing space, I think. Um, and so suddenly I had deadlines and they were pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. And so I basically had to do uh, two revisions on my um, maternity leave. And I was determined to not, I was like, I don't want to admit, I don't want to regret mm-hmm. like not taking this time with my child. Like, I don't want to regret like, you know, rushing my book either mm-hmm. because yeah. I, and so I just really was like, okay, Emily, <laughs> we got to figure out a way to do this is sustainable. And we got to, you know, like we got to buckle down and like really interrogate every, all of the decisions that we're making. And so it was a unique challenge for me and I'm really proud of how I um, handled it. And I'm really proud of the book and grateful for my maternity leave and all the Mm. time I had with Bailey. And yeah, I'm just really excited. It comes out in September. I think it's not a hundred percent in stone yet. Yeah. Fall 2024. <laughs> fall of 2024 is when it, the book will come out and I got to write the second one this year. Yay. So yeah, that's my that's my book update, but what about you? Um I had a passion project that I started in July last year and I wrote um the first two or in the two months in like from July to September I wrote a first draft that was like 100,000 words and that blows my mind but like I can't I can't like stop like it's it's hyper focus it's the it's like the the momentum the vibes like um but it's been a long time since you found that yeah or had that and so like I feel like where you were last January and like where you were this summer like that was a huge transformation that I saw in you that was super exciting yeah I mean it was like the and I also we just recorded an episode and it's going to come out before this one about um, goals and whether or not you should, should yourself. So um, in the goals one though, we talked about, which would be episode 46. um, We talked about like how my, this time last year was like, can I even figure out how to write two days a week? And then like six months later, I wrote a hundred thousand word manuscript in two months and it, Part of it was like, I think I had found my groove. Another part of it was at around the same time, um, Rose went to full-time daycare, which was huge. So like yeah. a massive, massive unlock on me of like the time that I had. Cause before that she was only a couple days a week mm-hmm. at daycare, um, that freed up a lot of brain space. And I don't think I've told you this to you yet, but after you have a baby, you have that brain fog, you know, like it, your yeah. brain's just, it takes so much literal brain space to create a baby and then to take care of a baby afterwards, like mm-hmm. brain chemistry wise, your brain is different. I yeah. don't think my brain got back to pre Rachel brain until last summer. Like mm-hmm. I can, I distinctly feel like I had a, a shift where I was like, my brain feels sharper. My memory's coming back. Like it feels a lot more like the me before I had a baby. Mm-hmm. And it took two, over two years. That was like two and a half years. Rose was almost three. We're like the physical healing yeah. of returning to your pre-baby body. And I'm not talking about like body weight. I'm talking about like brain capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I kind of was getting there last, last summer. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, that's like a massive um, 
in a lot of ways, like shift, like life phase shift. Yeah. Yeah. So like body was different. Brain was different. I was figuring out what makes me happy. And also this project was one that just like lit a fire in me of passion. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So I absolutely, I love the project. So I wrote the first draft, gave it some time, edited it to create a second draft, sent that to beta readers, um, made draft, like finished a third draft after beta reader feedback and sent that to an editor for line edits. And I just got line edits back um, last week. So now we're in, we're in January. I'll be doing line edits on it, doing another, um, you know, draft, small draft changes, but another draft for like line edits, copy editing, proofreading, um, and then hopefully self-publishing the book in April. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm like, I'm a very like, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, and I, I say the date being like, I'm so flexible. I'm attaching zero, like, worth to that day if I need to move it back we'll move it back um but April right currently is the the planned self-published date um I've got a book blurb which is super fun that is also on my sub stack um if you want to go read it but uh I love I love this project it's like inspired by a manga that I'm obsessed with called Yona of the Dawn and it's a why choose which is reverse harem um, mafia romance. So it just is like my, my, a little niche genre that I'm really enjoying right now. Um, it's so good. I've read like an early draft and it was already so clean. Like it's so clear, just like poured into you, which is so exciting. It did. It, did. it just came out of me. So I've loved it. Um, I feel like it's even way stronger than the one that you read now. So I'm super proud of it too. I can't all, wait to all read the it. things that happen. Yeah. I know it's funny. It's always so funny when you have like writing partners and you're like, you read this other draft, but it's so much stronger now. Like that's how I feel about behind the crimson curtain. Cause you read the one that I went on, um, that I put out to agents and it's so like, I did so many edits with my agent (laughs) this summer and then I did more edits with my editors. Um, and so, yeah, it's so different now too. (laughs) Yeah. I can't, I mean, I can't wait to read that. I'm always like, send it to me. I'll, I'll read all of the drafts. Read all of them. I'll read all of the drafts. Yeah. Oh, so going to be a big, big year. Big it year is. for us and books. It is. It's going to be a super big year for us and books, which is really cool because at simultaneously of life existence, you know, can, stepping forward every day, existing for another day. We've had business and then we've also had books. Um, so it's, it's really cool to see the different us of like 2018, 2019, when we started this and here we are now 2024 shifts we've gone through yeah you guys pretty crazy (laughs) yeah we're different people we've grown up not even like we were babies when we met but i'm like i've grown up so much i'm an adult i'm 30 now wow (laughs) it's so crazy i'm so wise you guys so wise (laughs) just like listen to my podcast and how wise i am (laughs) (laughs) That should be our tagline. Yeah. Look how wise we are. Look at listen to how smart we are and how awesome we are. And look at this podcast we have. Wow. <laughs> Brilliance. Just every time we record. <laughs> oh man. So speaking of the podcast, yeah. We had some massive business wins this year. This was a huge yeah. year for us. I feel like this is the year we like found our groove. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I think 23-23 was great for 
Golden May in finding our groove and like setting us up for this year and like future years. Cause we, we like really leaned into what we wanted to do yeah. and how we wanted to do it. And it like made all the difference. Yeah. So like a big couple big wins. Um, we launched Tenacious Writing, which is our um can you hear Loki? Oh yeah. Love him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this fine. is my dog. He's an Alaskan Malamute and now all of a sudden he's upset at me. I think he saw something out the window. We're gonna keep going because that's, no worries. we embrace imperfection here unless <laughs> unless I have to pause and then we'll pause. <laughs> um Okay, give me – I'm going to pause our recording. Give me just a second. We'll pick okay. back up. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. We're back. No worries. Um, so we were talking about business wins in 2023. We started Tenacious Writing, which is our flagship writing program. Uh, we've grown that to just an amazing, amazing group of people. Yeah, it's such a cool program. So 10 out of 10. Go look at it. <laughs> As always. Mostly because everyone in it is cooler than we are. Yeah. Exactly. And that's like saying something. No, just kidding. I know, right? We're just so brilliant, but everyone else is so much better. So <laughs> it's a great group of people. Um, but seriously, it's guys, it's so much fun. We do like weekly write togethers. We offer regular coaching calls, master classes. We have had a lot of really cool guests come this year yeah. and teach classes on writing craft and writing mindset. We've done workshops on like character development and line writing and we give personalized feedback to members. It is, it's the place to be if you want to like level up as a writer. Yeah. I level up regularly <laughs> just by interacting with our, with our members because people ask great questions. Yes. They, um, you know, we study, we have study groups where we like study excerpts from books together and we like get really nerdy and into the nitty gritty. And it's just even the coaching calls, just like walking folks through, you know, what they're struggling with gives me ideas for like what I'm struggling with and what my clients are struggling with. And it's just, um, it keeps me on my toes and it's like the best thing ever. Cause it's just like school that is fun, but that I want to go to all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you are like a learner with like with heart and, and school without any deadlines, exactly. <laughs> if you love learning and you love like just growing skills, I mean, not not in a in a boring way, but in a fun way. If you're like that yeah. learner at heart type of personality, this is for you. And we we spent like I'm really proud personally of how much effort and content we like poured into this program and how like how we've developed it to be this type of lifelong or just like be part of it. You're in it. You've got the resources. We're continually developing developing it. I think we did so much to grow everything in that program. And we've just got so many more ideas for this year and next year. And it's really cool. Yeah. So if you are not already hanging out with us, definitely come check it out. Um, and if you have any questions, please email us uh, because we would love Love to keep growing our fantastic community. Yes. We also launched this podcast this like podcast? a year ago, which yeah, is crazy. February. Yeah, because remember, it probably was the like we're this recording weekend. this today. Exactly. We're recording last this year. on January 5th. And this same time last year in 2023, you were I was at your house. You were yep, you're at my house. And we planned where we were like, let's just do the podcast. We made then, our like, intro music. Yeah. And like one weekend, we like set it all up. And we're like, okay, let's, I guess we're doing a podcast. 
And we had so much fun, you guys. We had like when I went on maternity leave, we had so many episodes just like yeah. as a backlog yeah. because we just couldn't stop recording them. It was super um, fun. And yeah, it was it's been so fun to do this podcast and um and hear from you guys about, you know, what episodes have spoken to you and which, yeah. you know, how you're feeling about them. We love um hearing about your thoughts about the podcast and we love getting reviews yes so if you haven't let us left us a review yet um please do we would love to hear what you think and um every review helps us reach more writers and that Mm -hmm. is our goal in this business is to reach as many writers as we can and inspire them to build sustainable fulfilling writing lives so um please 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 leave a review and it's really (laughs) easy i'm not beyond begging (laughs) It's really easy. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you literally just go to our show page and like scroll down and you can leave like a star rating or write a review. Um, it takes like two minutes tops. Um, super easy. And it's awesome for us. We love all the feedback. Um, and like Emily said, it helps us reach more writers, which is amazing. Uh, and we've done, this is currently right now episode 48. So Besides, I know, and besides our little break over Christmas, we released an episode every week since last February, which is awesome. Without any hustle, you guys. Without any hustle. Yeah. Super proud of that. I feel like that is what I'm most proud about is how not stressful it's been. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been fun. It's been a fun project. And we, I love seeing like how much we've gotten out of it, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good for the business, but it also has been like super fun for us and super fun for the guests we've come we've had come on and like the questions that we get in our email, which by the way, we haven't had any for a while. But if you yeah. have a question that you want us to cover on the podcast, send us an email at info at goldenmayediting.com with your question and put in the subject line podcast question and we'll tackle it on the podcast. Um, so yeah, it's been really fun and it's been really successful and we can't wait to see how it grows this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. We just show up and talk about whatever we feel like talking about you guys. There's like very little planning. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's like very little planning in the most authentic and genuine way where it it just, things happen. Like it just works. It's been great. Yeah. Really chill. And we also did um, lots of workshops this last year. Um, we did multiple, multiple workshops in TW, but for our you know big list for everybody, we did our scene structure workshop, which was so much fun. Mm-hmm. So much learning happened during that scene structure workshop. Um, and we also did our reclaim the magic workshop, which, which was- We watched people like change yeah. before our eyes. It was crazy. We're still getting yeah. emails and messages about uh-huh. how impactful that was. So we're going to do it again. You we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. We're going to do Reclaim the Magic again. And we're going to do some some more um, of those, you know, multi-day workshops like the scene mm-hmm. structure one this year. We have so many fun plans um, for, for stuff that we're going to do and things we're going to offer for free and for for um for pay we're going to do personalized feedback opportunities um lots of stuff and so if you want to be in the loop definitely get on our email list if you're not yes. on it already um which is you can just go to goldenmayediting.com slash subscribe we'll put that mm-hmm. in the show notes um and just to super quick 30 seconds get on our email list um and it's a pretty 
fun newsletter, not going to lie. Tons of (laughs) Um, stuff in there. (laughs) We send love notes all the time um, with just tidbits on how you can have, you know, a a joyful writing life um, and also lots of craft tips and, and nerdy stuff in there as well. Yeah. So we're we're looking at doing reclaim the magic probably sooner rather than later. So get on our list so that you can enroll in that. Um, it's going to be another free event, which was amazing. We had over yeah. three hundred people sub, uh, sign up last year, which was so cool. Um, yeah. So make sure you're on our email list so you can get all the notifications for that and sign up. Yeah, and it's a it's a week of events, totally free events um, to help you reclaim the joy of writing. Yeah. Um, so if you're feeling stuck or writing hasn't been very, you know, as fun as it used to be for you, definitely come join us for that. Yes. And then on other notes, we're booking up our one-on-one coaching. That's kind of like the, we have, we have different prongs of our business. One prong being one-on-one coaching and another prong being like um, tenacious writing and they, they go hand in hand. So I guess they're not entirely separate prongs. But anyway, um, we, we still do one-on-one coaching. We're still going to, we're still doing it this year. Um, if you are interested at all, we are booking up basically the rest of our 2024 year. So if you are thinking about it, or you just want to talk to us about what is one-on-one coaching like, um, what will it do for me? How will it help me? Um, you've got to book a free call soon as yeah. possible. Um, cause we're, we, our spots go so fast for basically our whole year. Um, so I'm going to put another link in the show notes to that. Our one-on-one coaching program is also called story magic, um, story magic one-on-one coaching. And I'll put a link there so you can just tap it and s- sign up for a, a, a discovery call, a free call. They're just like, Hey, come hang out with us for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And let's just talk. They're so low pressure. Um, you're not at all like it's like coffee. Like come have yeah. coffee with us or tea or whatever tea. you drink. Your hot beverage of choice. Tea. My flavored water with my <laughs> caffeine drink. I drink. I like don't drink coffee, but my parenting hack is like crystal light with caffeine. Oh, so that's what I put oh, into my water. Do you want to get? It's the only thing that I get. It's like. Oh, I'm so tired. My, my, it's lunchtime. My dark black coffee probably makes you want to gag. So yeah, it does. <laughs> so I'm just gonna Nature's drink my, my flavored water with caffeine. <laughs> oh, so anyway, we had a fantastic year. Yeah. We are looking at another fantastic year. Come hang out with us on our email list in Tenacious Writing. Leave us a review. Um, just come party. We are, we're here for the joyful writing lives. Um, can I throw you a curveball question? To, yeah, um, of course. Close this out. Totally. What is one of your biggest takeaways from this year? Oh, okay. I've been thinking about this a lot and I hope, <laughs> I hope it's not like a hot take that undermines all of our work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that so, would make it a hot take. I know, far. I know. Okay, so here's here's my 2023. I feel like what ended up being really resonant for me in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you and I. So yeah. personal. I'm going to say something personal, and then I'm going to apply it to business too. Um, we spent so much time like learning craft, and we talk a lot about craft, and it's a set of expectations and guidelines, and like there's no prescriptions yeah. and rules and whatever. Um, I feel like I spent so many years learning craft 
that felt very much like I had to apply craft. Mm. And then 2023 for me was like the year of applying craft however the hell I wanted and like throwing out the rule book, who cares? Like, yes, thank you. I'm so, I would not have been able to do that had I not learned craft. But 2023 for me was very much like, who cares about craft and first draft? That's a revisions <laughs> thing. You know, like, like yeah. I went so hard into um I trust my innate knowledge that I will figure this out on the back end. Mm-hmm. And then secondary to that, it does not have to be perfect. Like I mm-hmm. I I feel like I was in a phase for a while that like craft was a a strive for me towards perfection of like if you follow craft, it will be perfect. And yeah. every time I tried to deviate from it, it was like lessening yeah. how good a book was or how good a story was. And with this like passion project that I was talking about, um, it's called Blood in the Water. So I'm just going to call it Blood in the Water. With Blood in the Water, like I wrote a book that made me like so immensely happy. And I like mm. know it's not perfect craft, but I know it has all of my knowledge backed up into it. So that was my biggest takeaway of like, I want to teach the craft to people so that they can decide maybe I don't want to do it this way or like maybe I want to do yeah. it this other way and throwing kind of like disregarding craft. So but in the latter half of last year, I was like, who cares? Who cares about craft? <laughs> but at the same, that's why I like don't, it doesn't undermine our work, but like that's yeah. my hot take is like, I stopped caring about craft and I just wrote a book. I feel like that's happy. like a level up though, because yeah. like the whole thing, like the whole, and I know, I know you know this. I'm going to reiterate this for for folks, right? Like the whole idea of craft is it's just reader expectations. Like what a reader is expecting to feel when Mm -hmm. they sit down to read a story, right? Because we have a general idea of like the ups and downs and the emotional impact of like what a story should feel like or like it usually feels like for us. And then if you decide to go throw that out the window and make them feel something different, like something surprising, something, or you just decide you don't care about them feeling that way, like- if you're making that from an educated place, right. Of like, I understand that I'm not following the craft right now and I don't care for X, Y, Z reason. And because I'm having fun is a reason. Yes. Right. Like who cares? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me give you helpful. It's helpful to understand what readers are expecting and how they're feeling when they read your work. But like, yeah, it it can also be a detriment when you are being strangled by it. Yeah. Let me give you like a little example. So I finished blood in the water. I did the first revisions and I sent out to beta readers and I had, I had amazing beta readers. I am so Mm. grateful for all their feedback, but I did send it to some members of our community in in Mm. TW and it was so helpful to like, we had a shared language. Like I knew they knew me. I knew them like the level of trust that I had with these this beta readers this time around. It was a fantastic experience. So another Mm. like little props toward tenacious writing is you, you build those relationships and like feedback feels less scary. But at the same time, I also had tons of like inner pressure of, Mm. well, I'm a book coach. I'm a host of this community. Like it's got to read a certain way. And some of the feedback that I got back was like, I'm not seeing huge consequences for her poor decisions. And I'm like, I know, I know like on purpose, but they're there. They're just there. The huge consequences are there. So there was part of me that was like, okay, that's a craft thing. Really? I like intentionally chose how she was, how my main character was going to feel the consequences of her decisions. And I also know the reader expectations for the genre that I'm writing in. Mm -hmm. And it is not like, 
it's it's different. It's different. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting for me to go through this period of like, I'm getting feedback that is craft related because I teach craft. And at the same time, inside being like, that's so helpful to me. And also, I'm going to ignore that because yeah. like, that's what I wanted. You know, like that's what I'm aiming for with this. Yeah. Yeah. With this draft. So that was a big takeaway for me. And what I hope to instill in my clients in kind of the lighter half of the year is I, I with a lot of my ebb and flow of coaching and in this year in particular, um, I worked with the same set of clients basically all year, mm-hmm. um, which was amazing. So cool. We got so deep into all of our work. So basically in the first six months of their program, we learned craft. And in the le- the second six halves of their programs, I was like, Psst, craft doesn't matter. Like, let's break the craft. Let's not do the craft anymore. That's so funny. <laughs> so, like, it was it was such a cool thing for me to try and impart the same thing to them. Of okay, yeah. now we know the now we know like the not quotes, but like the quotes, the rules, the expectations. Now we know like the lessons. So, yeah. how are we going to choose to apply the lesson? Do you want to apply it to apply not? them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that that was my takeaway of like. How can I teach people how to apply the lessons? How did I teach that to myself? How did I decide and stand firm and like the decisions that I made for a specific draft? And like, how do I still take that feedback though? Because maybe next time I want to blow up the consequences and like make it go in a different direction. So anyway, what about you? Let me turn it right back around you before we wrap up. yeah, before before I answer, um, just to to add to that, go listen to the um, previous episode where we rant about the word should because yes. I think this is a great place for that, right? People who are really deep in craft learning oftentimes feel like I should write my story X way, yeah. right? And it's like, well, why? Who's telling you that? Okay, the craft books, but like, do you want to do it that way? Like, what mm-hmm. could you do differently, right? Um, I think that applies there too in writing is like, we're often led by these like, oh, well, my act to break should look like this yes. or my character arc should look like this or my midpoint should act like this or should be at 50 percent it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to um, be do what you want. So, yeah so there's a lot of shoulds that creep in because we yeah. want to lean on the craft to like give us the answers to write a book that people are gonna like and it's like yeah. no like yeah that's what the craft says but like what do you actually what do you in your book actually need yeah um, that's brilliant i love it gosh um so many, so many things. <laughs> um, what is my biggest takeaway? I think my biggest takeaway that I think I learned, I learned it this summer, but I didn't actually like do it yeah. <laughs> until this fall is like, and I wrote about this on Substack as well. Like this idea that for a really long time, I have, I'm a very ambitious person. I've always been an ambitious person. I just have big dreams and I get excited about them and I, you know, full force, go forward like a bull. Um, and I tend in the past, I've tended to really be like a goalpost to goalpost kind of person where it's like, okay, I got the next like deadline. I got the next project. I got the next thing I'm trying to complete. And I have found that by doing that, I've often like pushed off rest and pushed off like joy and indulgence because things weren't finished. And this was like, to give you an example, the biggest place this showed up was when I went on my trip to Wyoming this summer. Mm-hmm. I had like a 10 day trip with my family, which we never do. My family does not do destination vacations. We all met in Wyoming and we were yeah. there for like 10 days. And, um, I was working on my book. I was also pregnant and I had mm-hmm. really, really high anxiety with my pregnancy. Um, but I, you know, all as context, 
But that doesn't erase the fact that when I was working on my prepping my book for submission, I, for some reason, set this goal that I needed to have like the first pass of it done before I went to Wyoming. And it was like this like pressure of like, if it's not done, then I won't be able to enjoy Wyoming. Yeah. Right. Like, because like I didn't finish the thing, like I had just like this addiction to finishing things. And like, if something wasn't finished, like I couldn't, and maybe that's the anxiety, I don't know, like clinging to something and like safety, but it just felt like I'm not going to be able to relax and like enjoy this vacation. I'm going to have to work on vacation or if I don't work, I'm going to be worried about it like the whole time, you know, like, like that kind of narrative. And when I had Bailey, Mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was like, okay, if you're not living right now, you're going to miss it. Yeah. Like my mom was here for 10 days. Um, Bailey was, she came when Bailey was six weeks old and she was here for 10 days and it was amazing. But I was like, so like the six week mark, you're tired. You're I mean, tired. you had the five, the five weeks. Yeah. You just hit a, a level of any. exhaustion. I just like, like I, <sighs> I was sitting, I was feeding Bailey and I had a lot of breastfeeding issues at the beginning. And so I was like having issues again. And my mom walked in and I just like burst into tears and I just was like, take my baby. <laughs> I just am like, so like, I'm so like just depleted. And also like at that point I knew I had writing deadlines and stuff. And so I was just so exhausted. And, um, my trip with my mom was great, but, and like, she spent so much time with Bailey, which was good for her. But in 10 days, a baby changes so much. Mm-hmm. And I just remember she left and I was like holding Bailey and I was like, who are you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it just was this moment of like, okay, like this stops now, right? Like this stops now. We're not going to do this anymore. And so I was like, okay, we have to have a different relationship with how this deadline's going to go. Like we're not going to miss anything. And so, and obviously like you miss moments, you zone out, you have like, like it's not, it's not a perfect thing. And I haven't been perfect about it since then, but I just have like had this, this new like need to, be in my life and not just like looking at the future, like, you know? Yeah. And so, so that's been my big takeaway and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of how it went. You know, I, I learned to ask for help and how to like, um, you know, use the time that I did have and not be like worried about it, like let go of some of that and how to push deadlines. I pushed both my deadlines, you guys. Um, so I argued from the get go with the contractual, um, like when I was going through it with my agent, like what the con- my contract was going to look like, we pushed dates. Like we pushed hard. We pushed dates um, until I had something that I was comfortable with. And then I still pushed dates when I was actually mm-hmm. in the edits. I pushed both my dates. So like I'm in a trad situation and I'm like, you can still push those things. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I will shout it. I will shout it. You can push stuff, right? Like, yeah. not, like there are no emergencies in publishing. And so, um, yeah, asking for what I need so that I can be in the present and be there for her um, has been like a big change in me. I think over the last year, Wyoming yeah. was a wake up call. That's good. I and I'm I'm proud of you for everything, but I'm also really proud of you for pushing those dates because I remember you telling them to me, and I remember us having like a a brief conversation of like, "Are you sure?" And yeah. then I could I could feel your stress about it. I could feel like. Well, it's hard. It's hard when you have someone being like, hey, I'm going to give you X amount of money for your book. And here are the dates I want you to meet. And you're like, well, that's not going to work for me. And then it's like how, you know, it's like, it's a human thing. I'm like, how hard Mm -hmm. do I push? Um, And yeah. So, and I just kept pushing and like, 
you know, if deadlines don't, aren't going to work out in the future, then they won't work out in the future. Like, I don't know what's going to happen between now and then. And so I did my best to meet the deadlines, but I wasn't like, I'm not willing to give up the president anymore before it was, you know, me and my husband, we don't change that much in 10 days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but David will go on like, a 10 day run. Like David will. will just run for 10 just days straight fine. and like, he's gone. fine. <laughs> David is like equilibrium always. <laughs> we literally on New Year's, we are hanging out with our neighbors who also have kids. And um, the dad is also an ultra runner. Um, and he was like talking about um, how some of their friends, like they went on to Costa Rica for like a 10 day vacation. He was like, that's not my idea of fun. I would just like go on a, on a, like a hike run backpack thing for 10 days. And David was like, I would do that. And I was oh like, God. you too, wow. don't you dare. <laughs> You're not teaming up on this. Stop it. (laughs) Anyway, tangent. Um, So yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. And that's like my goal for this year is to to not let myself fall into those um, pitfalls because it's easy. I love it. It is easy. Especially when you're excited about something, you know, and you're into the project. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm really proud of you for that. And I think all of the work that you've done over the last year, four years of like mindset (laughs) stuff is is paying off because if you hadn't yeah. have, if you hadn't have done all that work I don't know that you would be in this position or in yeah. this this mental position not like position with a book but this position of saying this is what I want and I'm gonna do the most that I can to make this happen yeah yeah and same to you too because I and I was gonna say this earlier but like I want to be clear to listeners when I was like celebrating Rachel writing what is it a hundred thousand words in like six weeks like something insane I was just a solid two months that's eight two weeks. months okay eight weeks <laughs> let's be fair like like what I am celebrating in that moment is like you like working through those walls to like open up that part of yourself again yes. and yeah. like getting to that to the mindset through the mindset shifts you had to go through to get there I mean you didn't write for like a couple of years and like there was a lot going on and like that's that is a massive we've both grown so much. we've both grown oh my god we have you see my face listeners <laughs> Um, so mindset work is everything. It unlocks everything. It makes everything possible. It does. Um, just, oh, so come to reclaim the magic. Come to reclaim the magic. <laughs> Whenever we yeah, decide when to schedule it. When we do it, when it's on the calendar soon. So be on our email list. So, you know, <laughs> awesome. This was really right. fun. Um, it was. remember when we were like, let's just record a, a really quick update. I episode. I'm like, um, yeah, I gotta go like, <laughs> feed a baby. You guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh, I, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Emily will figure these outro texts, you guys. <laughs> All right. If you want to build a successful, fulfilling, and sustainable writing life that works for you, you've got to get on our email list. Sign up now to get our free email course, The Magic of Character Arcs. After seven days of email magic, you'll have the power to keep your readers flipping pages all through the night. Link in the show notes. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. Bye.